The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Wooster, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. Have you ever considered seeing a psychic medium for a private reading? And if you've never done that before, what can you expect from the experience? Well, my guest today will share his wisdom with us on this topic. Joe Peretta is a psychic medium based in Manhattan, and he is tested and certified through the Forever Family Foundation. And Joe's intention with his work connecting to the spirit realm is to guide his clients to spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being. Welcome to the program, Joe. Hi, how are you, Laura? Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you could be on with me today. I've been looking forward to this for a while to talk with you on my program. Oh, me too, me too. So Joe, for, I mean, I often will say, and people who listen to my show a lot, I always say this, nobody ever really grows up as a child thinking, I want to grow up to be a psychic medium. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so what brought you to this vocation? You know, you're actually going to laugh at me, but Mm -hmm. I am kind of the outlier. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Really? Oh, well, 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 kind of half and half. So when Mm -hmm. I was, when I was younger, um, I, you know, I went to school for music. I sang, I played piano. So I, I always wanted to do that. But I remember being little and having this knowing that like, oh, I'm going to end up like being a psychic or something like I swear to God. And I, <laughs> I used to I, I'll never forget. Like, so my dad would um, would always light incense in my house. Like I, it was just like he, he still does it till today. He's like always lighting incense. And I remember I used to like lay on the couch and I'd watch the smoke. And, you know, when you're a kid, you play like little stupid games. And I used to be like, OK, if the smoke goes up in a straight, perfectly straight columns, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a singer. But if it moves and it's like, you know, the wind is blowing it, then I'm going to end up and growing up and being a psychic. And I, I used to do it all the time when I was little. Wow. And as I got older, like when I was like maybe like 17, 18, like going to college, I'd be like, I would think about it. And I was like, who the hell even like, of course I was going to do music. Like who grows up and you know, it's a psychic. And then when it started to happen, I was like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I guess I kind of knew. So I didn't really think I was gonna growing up, but it was I was almost rebelling against it at a young age. But it's just such a weird thing to even think about as a kid because who has that on their list of possible professions? Do like astronaut or president or something? But no, yeah. it was on was on my list. Oh, well, must obviously it was on it's on your soul's plan or your soul's blueprint, and you just knew it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
yeah. I wanted to do uh, some other different stuff, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So I'm glad to hear this. There's an exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there is a, I mean, also there's, there's a difference between sort of wanting to be that and also knowing that this is part of your path. Right. right. And right. Was, were there times along the way where you kind of fought it that you kind of like, are you sure spirit? This is what um, I'm supposed to be doing. You know what? In the, uh, in the beginning, I was much more um, like, all right, like I'll, I'll, I'll do this. You know, I'm, I'm very like kind of left brain. Like I was always good at like math and science and stuff. And, and I, my whole family is very witchy. I always say, but I was the only person who kind of was like, is this real? You know what I mean? Like I had growing up, I needed proof and I got a ton of it. So I don't even know why I was like playing games with myself. Um, but when I first started, you know, when spirit first started coming to me, because it really was more like psychic stuff while growing up, like I dreamt about 9-11 and or just all this like really, really crazy evidential psychic stuff. Um, when people in spirit started coming to me, I was like, really me of all people, like I'm going to do this. And so I, I really leaned into it and I was like, all right, if I'm meant to just, you know, kind of prove it basically. And, and they did. But then um, I want to say when I was like maybe six or seven years into it it was like before covid i kind of had like a do i really want to be doing this kind of moment and, and i was like doubting a lot and so my my doubt actually came after at a very inopportune time when i was already kind of you know from a human standpoint paying my bills <laughs> to mm -hmm. being being a medium and i was like oh crap like am i gonna have to go back to school or something am i gonna give this up um but i didn't then you know actually one of the, the forever family uh foundation grief retreats helped me a lot because i went and i i you know, unfortunately, in our work, we don't always get to help people. Some, you know, a lot of times right. it's it's someone who just like wants to know if they're going to buy that red car or you know, whatever it is, and right. and that's fine. But I'm always like, oh, so you know, I was getting a lot of readings like that, and then I went to the, one of the grief retreats, and I was like, oh, right, like this is why you do what you do because people actually you can help people. So it exactly. kind of it, it smacked me in the face and set me straight again. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have forever family to thank. But yeah, I mean, I've I've had my my moments I don't I don't doubt anymore that I should be doing it but I definitely am like <laughs> why me sometimes you know what I mean like it's, oh yeah it's, it's a, I'm sure you feel the same way it's a big responsibility yeah that's that I think that's where a lot of people who are on this in this vocation who do this work um we we have those moments of oh my goodness this responsibility is so is so high right. um because we are dealing with people's lives and their grief. And, um, and, and of course we want to help them, but it, 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 sometimes it does feel a little heavy on our shoulders, but you know, it, it always, I, I always find that spirit always leads us back to recognizing um, that, that they they have our back and they're here to help support us as we support others in grief. And I'm sure you found the same. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, it's, I always, sometimes I'm like, oh my, is this a cop out? Like, like, do I take the easy way out? You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I'll, I'll let you guys handle it. And they, they always support. And I think honestly, it's a little bit of an ego thing, not in like a, oh, I'm, I'm so good at what I do, but just sort of that like ego part of you that's like, well, what if I mess up and what, you know, and, and I think spirit has you know, sometimes a gentle way and sometimes not so gentle way of like humbling <laughs> you and making you realize like this is not about you you know what I mean like exactly just, just sit there and do the reading and shut up and, you know sometimes <laughs> uh they got to get a little rough with you <laughs> that's but, true uh, yeah. but they, they they find a way to kind of snap you back into reality yeah and keep yeah. us yeah keep us focused on keep what's us important. in check <laughs> yes exactly um so through through your work and with the many connections you've had with spirit what have you come to know about the spirit world that you wish everybody was aware of? Oh God, there's so many things, but I would say, I'll, I'll give 
maybe two points. Um, one is it's such a sort of cliche thing, but it really is so true is that everything really is about love and it's the thing that connects us. And, and at the end of the day, at the end of our lives, it really does motivate us and it's what matters the most. And I think, you know, you hear it in so many different traditions and religions and, and just you hear it everywhere. Uh, the Beatles, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. All you need is love. But it really is true. And, and I've learned that so, so many times over and over again, the readings through, you know, the, my own synchronicities with the universe or with spirit. Um, so I really wish people did understand that more because I think it's something that we sort of hear often and kind of like, OK, yeah, I get it. And then we move on. You know what I mean? Um, and I think spirit's always trying to remind us of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but the other thing I would I would love for people to to realize is that you know we are we're all so connected to each other, and it it kind of blows my mind sometimes when when I have to really explain that to a client. Um, and most times it's not it's not their fault. And, and what I mean by that is like when you'll get someone coming through and it's somebody's you know grandfather who died when they're maybe their dad was, I don't know, five years old. And, and they're like, oh, I really didn't know them. And I don't know why they'd be around. And, you know, and then they start to say like, well, are they okay? Are they stuck somewhere? And, uh, you know, it's just, I always find it so funny that you kind of have to explain to people like our soul groups or our families, whatever you want to call it, our families on the other side, our families here. I like to use soul group. Um, we're all so connected uh, and we're so connected to each other. So, uh, you know, the way that people come through on the other side, whether it be a grandparent you didn't know or like a neighbor that maybe you talked to three times and you didn't realize the impact you had on their lives and it was positive exactly. and now they want to come through and say, oh my God, thank you so much for bringing me food when I was sick. I know, you know, we only knew each other for a month, but it meant so much. Uh, people don't realize how important those things are and the connections are and that they last forever. Um, so I really wish people kind of saw that from the point of view that we, we do because we kind of get that like behind the scenes look at that. You know what I mean? So true. How often do it, does that happen where someone said, you know, the, the neighbor from when you were growing up who just saw you as another grandchild rather, you know, maybe right. they didn't have their own grandchildren and, and, um, and it's like, oh, I haven't thought about them in years. And here they come through from the spirit side to let you know how much they love you. And, and uh, it just, it does show that, yeah, that really is, it's all about love and connection. And, and it, and like you said, it does sound cliche, you know, but it really is true. That's the power oh. of spirit. It's a real thing. <laughs> it just, exactly. it just it is. is. I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's said a lot for a reason. Yes, so true. Um, so we've had a couple of questions from our attendees here in cool. the in the um, podcast. And Laura asked, uh, when your loved ones come through with signs like license plates or coins or butterflies, how does that work? Do they manifest it or they just give you a heads up when and where to look in the future for something they know will cross your path? You no, know, that's a great question. Uh, other Laura, <laughs> um, another Laura. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm gonna say simply, and then I'll explain after. I'm not exactly too sure, to be quite honest with you, but mm -hmm. I think it's a combination of everything you said. Like, I, sometimes I feel like you'll, like I, I haven't, I have so many examples, but uh, the only one coming to mind is actually a sign that someone else got from their mother who passed. Um, and it was like to do, it, it was like this rare clock that her mother had. And it was like, her, like she loved this clock. And then she ended up, um, making an appointment to go to a nail salon and it got canceled. So she had to go to a different one. And then when she walked in, the first thing she saw was this clock and she was like, oh my God, I know this is my mother. And there was like other, you know, I'm, I'm very much simplifying the story, but so I think sometimes they do sort of, I don't know if it's make events happen or 
they'll just kind of suggest like, okay, maybe you want to take the day off and then your appointment gets canceled. So you have to go somewhere else and then you see the clock. So I, I think sometimes it's sort of like a, an influence type of thing or like, yeah. or as you said, Laura, like, you know, like look over there or that kind of thing. But other times, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think they will sort of not become like, like a butterfly or manifest in that sense, but like, uh, you know, I, I think it's more of an influence. Like they just, you kind of make these decisions to go off the beaten path or leave your house at a certain time. And then, you know, you, you get the sign and you see something. So I think it's just more of like a little whisper kind of thing than actually like a, um, you know, they're, they're sort of manifesting here and making that happen or, you know, that kind that kind of thing. I think it's a little more subtle. Um, cause I do know I've, I've had people on the other side say, you know, I've been sending this certain thing to, you know, my daughter and she's not paying attention or she keeps missing it or, you know, or she's like not listening to me and then she's not seeing it. So I think sometimes we, we can miss the signs because we're not listening to that weird voice in our head that's saying like, make a left instead of a right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I mean, I can't give you the mechanics of how that one works. That, that, mm-hmm. that's beyond my, uh, not, not in my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do think a lot of it is, is their influence on us to yeah. change the station on the radio at just the right time or to pull out behind a car with the license plate with your dad's name on it at just the right time. Um, I do think there's some influence with there, with that there. Um, and then of course, if, if spirits all connected and it's, of course, it's connected with the, with the world of nature as well, they can kind right. of, you know, nudge a little butterfly our way or that, that cardinal, you know, to show up at just the right moment when you're looking out the kitchen window and they, they comes and looks at, looks at you in the window. Um, so I, I do think it's, if you think of it more of like a, um, on the grander scale, like a big dance with nature and we're all a part of that. And um, so I, how they move the dimes and the, and everything. I, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you that one. I really, I'd love to know myself, but I have no clue how they're, how they're pulling that one off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the other ways I could totally understand how that works with the influence of, you know, ma- um, making us to these subtle changes we think we're making our, on our own, what actually might be influenced by them. Exactly. Yeah. So another question, uh, see, Annie says, hi, Joe and Laura, I've been having strange knowings as of late, many of which have turned out to be true. How are you able to distinguish which knowings are psychic or intuitive and which are just coincidence or something else? This is such a good question. I actually, um, I was just talking about this the other day in my psychic development class. So, um, uh, in general, I would say um, uh, if if you have something kind of like a reoccurring thought or something that's like popping up in your head and it's accompanied by either like anxiety or fear or something like that, like 99.99999% of the time, that's not a psychic thing. That's just your own, you know, anxiety or your own projection on a situation. I find that that when something, whether it's good or bad or somewhere in between, um, when you're getting a psychic impression, it's usually accompanied by like this sort of, I find like a knowing and not really too much emotion, or at least when, when I do it and, and a lot of the people that I, that I, you know, kind of know who do this, it's more of a calm, like, okay, so I know this is going to happen. Or I had this vision and like, you know, when I think about it after it might stress me out, but during it, it was just kind of like neutral information almost. So I, I would definitely say like, when, when you're getting, when you just kind of know something, 
even if it's like someone's going to get sick or, you know, God forbid something bad's going to happen, there's usually not like a fear behind it. So I would trust those things that, that don't feel like fear and anxiety. Um, but I will say, you know, everyone in this, in this field, or, or I should say everyone in the world has psychic ability. When you are using it, everyone's kind of operates a little bit differently. Some people vastly different from you, but you know, there's, there's so many different shades and colors of the way that this works. So you kind of have to pay attention because I, like, I know for certain people, they'll get like, it's a silly example, but like a tingle, I don't know, in their left arm. And then the next thing that they, they perceive or that they get like a, they're no, they know what's coming and that's how they'll yeah, know, or, that's true. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. There's so many different little like tells, like I know when I'm not sitting down to do a reading, but my, I have a certain, if my ear starts to ring, but like in a certain way, I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm like, oh, somebody who's passed is trying to get my attention. I call yes. like, they're like ringing my doorbell. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, like, who is it? And they're like, oh, talk to the lady online buying green beans. And I'm like, no, thank you. I do not want to do that. <laughs> <It's like I'm laughs> just trying to cook my dinner and get home. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you got, honestly, the, the, the not so easy answer, but the simple answer is you got to just kind of pay attention to what's happening around it. And when the, when the stuff comes true, what, what it felt like, what you were thinking and maybe even keep like a diary, uh, you know, connected to that stuff. Cause it, it might help. Um, it might help you to understand how it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great advice. And it's true to pay attention to how your body is. Like when you, if you get a really, anytime you get a really good idea that just pops into your head, like, did you have a certain feeling just before that happened? Um, you know, uh, does your, you know, kind of like, um, like you said, with the, tingle up the arm or something like that right. i know that when when uh, i have information coming through from spirit i get i get chills from like head to toe and so things like that and it doesn't have to be that that profound either or that distinct it could be i know someone that their finger would twitch <laughs> right <laughs> when they get information from the spirit world that was true um so pay attention to those really subtle things that happen with your body and um and also what that sense of i don't want to say it's Sometimes some people say it's almost a magical feeling, but mm-hmm. a sense of elevation of energy around you for a brief moment that oftentimes for me is is a little sign from spirit. That yeah, that's such a good way of putting it. I, I like I love the word magical actually, but I do the too. way you described <laughs> it is a little more true to the way it feels. It's like an elevated, like this like enlightened almost like feeling that comes with the information or with the with the vibe around it. That's very true. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Very good. So another, we've got lots of great questions here. Okay. So Stephen asks, how can a novice start to develop their abilities such as psychic, medium, channel, or intuitive? What is a good daily practice? Um, so I'm going to give you uh, another very simple answer and meditation. Uh, it's it's the thing that I did. Um, uh, and it, I mean, I'm doing this professionally for 10 years now. So um, I, I don't think there's any real shortcuts when it comes to opening up your energy and your intuition. Um, the meditation that I always teach people is, is a simple chakra balancing and opening meditation. I think that is invaluable. Um, and then the other thing that I would do during meditation is just a, a, a straight meditation where you clear your mind and you just, you know, try to push away all thoughts, all feelings, just kind of complete emptiness. Um, because that's kind of the state you have to be in when you're receiving information. So the more you can kind of calm your mind, um, the better, the better you'll be. But I would also say too, um, another thing is work on yourself, like therapy, dealing with your own issues. Um, I find that when we're in a much more emotionally stable and healthy place, that our psychic abilities are usually um, 
much more controllable and 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 usable and, and kind of on demand. Um, some people will disagree and say, well, oh, when people are emotional, they get more psychic. And I think that's true, but it's it's not, you can't do anything with it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> spontaneous when, when that stuff happens. It's more like a survival instinct. Yes. So, you know, it's just kind of strict meditation, honestly. And, and um, you know, know, know thyself as the, the old um, saying goes from Apollo back in ancient Greek times. It's, it's so true. Um, I don't know if people know that I'm kind of a nerd <laughs> with that stuff, um, but it was actually on the the, the temple, of, the Oracle of Delphi, that like very famous ancient psychic that was there for years. Yes. Um, the, on the entry to the temple, it said, know thyself in, in ancient Greek, which I never understood until I started doing this. And I was like, oh, in order to be really good at this, you've got to really know your own mind, who you are. You can't, exactly. you know, do this work and or even be very good at it and be a basket case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got to kind of center. That's so true. And, and I'll often say to people, you know, work, work on yourself just as much as you're working on your connection to spirit. Right. You got to. Um, yeah, you have to have to. Otherwise, it gets a little lopsided. So, you know, even evenness with uh, attention to all to all things is good mm. when it comes to development. Um, let's see. Uh, why don't we? We've got some other wonderful questions here as well, but let's get, why don't we uh, let people see how you work as a medium sure. and, and then I'm sure questions will come from that as well. So when you're making a connection for somebody, uh, what, what advice do you give them before you uh, start the connection? Um, so usually I just tell people, you know, kind of have an open mind. Um, I know you may be expecting someone in particular to come through, especially if it's, you know, a mediumship reading over a psychic reading. Um, and you know, that person very well may, but they, they might not. And, you know, it doesn't mean that they're not okay or that they're burning in hell or anything. Um, but you know, I just tell people to open their mind because there may be some other valuable information that, you know, let's say your, uh, grandmother's going to give you and you're looking to talk to dad. Um, but you need to hear from your grandmother at the moment. And, you know, if you're kind of not open to that, you might miss the message. So I just tell people kind of just be open, accept what comes through, just trust that it's what you're supposed to be hearing at the moment even if it's not what you want to be hearing, which is usually the case with spirit, right? That's true. Because it is all about healing, isn't it? Exactly. Um, yeah. So I'm going to bring Beth up and she would like a reading and just uh, take a moment here. Sure. Hello, Beth. Hi. Hi, welcome. Thanks for coming to the podcast today. Happy to be here. <laughs> right. So Beth, would you, are you looking for a mediumship connection or an intuitive psychic connection? Um, I guess mediumship or either, or I don't, I'm open to anything. Oh, open to it all. Love it. Love, love being open. Okay. Um, Beth, so let me just take a second or two to kind of tune into your energy and then we'll start. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, so, um, I'm going to try to do a little bit of both here because I kind of feel like that's the direction we're going in. But Beth, please, if I'm talking too fast, you need to clarify something. I'm from New York, so I'm like a mile a minute. Just stop me. <laughs> I, won't be, I won't be offended. Um, so right off the bat, uh, I do have a, um, a female energy, like mom energy coming through on the other side. But for mm -hmm. me, when I get mom energy, it's always like mother or, or grandmother. But I, I will say, do you have mom who's passed, Beth? Um, no. Oh, so she's, she's, she's sick, but... Oh, oh right. well, don't tell me too much, but thank you for being so okay. open. Um, I probably have grandmother then, okay. but I've got to be honest with you, this, there does seem to be another like like woman in your in your mom's um, age group as well. So I don't know if mom or dad has a sister who's passed, or there would be like a good friend there, but I do get this 
other um, like like mom female like that generation on the other side. Not saying much. I think I'm getting more from your grandmother, but just acknowledging that this lady is there. Okay. Um, so just uh, and I do hear M A R, which means you always like Mary Marie Margaret, like you know, oh, just kind of a I, common name. Should I should I validate anything? Yes, or? yes, please. I, I yeah, my grandmother is Mary, so is my mother. Oh, they're both okay. Got it. So I'm definitely connecting with your grandmother Mary. It's funny I have a grandmother Mary too. Um, okay, yeah. So I'm definitely connecting with her. But just ask mom if you can or think about who the other like you know younger kind of in mom's generation might be with your grandmother. Anyway, um, so you said mom is sick at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me ask about that because when you said it, it felt like your grandmother might want to talk about it. Um. <clears throat> so, what month are we in? This we're about to be in April, right? Okay. I had a I had a yeah. look at my calendar for a second. <laughs> um. So I'm actually from your grandmother getting a lot of energy around April, May, and part of June with mom. Um, okay. She made me feel like we're going to be clearing some things up around this time, especially like April into May. So I don't want you to tell me too much, but but do you have the whole picture with mom's health right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there may be something else coming to light then if you, if you know, we're not like testing or, or going back and forth to doctors. If, if that's all kind of under control, I'll take that. Um, but I still feel like there's, she's showing me almost like a path opening or like, like, like we're clearing the way for, for some kind of information to come, come to light or even like maybe a new treatment or something. Your grandmother keeps saying like not to lose hope in the situation with your mother. So can I ask you, have you kind of like resigned yourself to the fact that like, this is it and this is what it's going to be? Um, yeah. How do you want me to give you a little more information or um, I mean, nope, I'm good right now. I'll, I'll, I'll let okay. you know what to fill me in. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, cause I, the way she's bringing it forward, it's more, it, I feel like this is more for you to kind of like, I don't want to say give up on mom, but not to give up on the situation, maybe getting a little bit better or improving in some kind of way. I will be honest with you psychically. When I tune into mom, I do feel like there is like the illness is serious. I'm not seeing mom having like a cold at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, I get why you'd want to feel that way. Just the way that I'm, that I'm seeing it. Mm -hmm. uh, now I know I'm not a doctor, so I, I have to give you stuff a little bit in like a stupid kind of way, but um, uh, is there any issue with either like the stomach or the colon with mom or even like, like a pancreatic issue that keeps showing me kind of lower in the body? Like that I have to pay attention to it. No, no. Please just pay attention to that. Cause that might be something okay. that, that that's coming up. Um, I really think it's like, going to affect digestion so i might even take like the pancreatic issue out of it like stomach or just 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 if you hear anything about that just don't kind of glaze over it like okay to do it um also uh beth your grandmother is showing me uh we're gonna let you fill me in in just a second because i know everyone's probably like wondering what the hell we're even talking about here um uh, is there any question about going forward like where mom's going to be staying or living or anything like that because I, I heard some discussion around it no no so uh, I keep hearing about a change in that so can I ask you is mom in her own home yet or is she in some kind of facility no, she, she lives with me okay so she's already with you I'll take yeah. that but I keep hearing about either needing to bring someone in to help with mom or if it's like I don't like the word nursing home because I feel like it has a negative connotation and I don't really see you taking your mother out of your own space. So I don't think that's what it's going to be, but I do feel like there's going to be some change either. It could even be the room that she's in in your house. I'll take that. But it feels like it's centered around health. Like we have to adapt to things because of a health issue or 
or get someone to come in to help. So if you don't mind me asking, what's going on with mom right now? She's um, she has Alzheimer's. Uh, I I can I say I thought it might have been that, but they didn't explicitly say it, so yeah. I don't want to oh, put my yes. I don't want to put my spin on it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so she's mom's... with us, and we have someone in helping to take care of her. Okay, good. I'll take that. All that's happening. That might have been what they were showing me, but I, again, I still feel like there's there might be some change in the way that everyone's living in your house because of it. Hmm. So just keep that there. Um, okay. I don't want you to worry about that. But again, I feel like this is all going to kind of become clear between basically now since they showed me April to like the summer. Okay. Um, but again, it, it's so funny. I know all summer it's a super serious thing. And we really, you know, unfortunately people don't bounce back from that. But right. your grandmother keeps saying like she doesn't want you to lose hope fully with mom. So does she still kind of have like a lucid moment here or there? Your, your here or there, yeah. yeah. Okay, because I was going to say, they gave it to me kind of serious when I tuned into her. So I was like, I know this is not just like the preliminary beginning stages here. Um, but I would say I wouldn't lose hope that that's going to go away right now. Like, I think you're still going to have moments where mom knows who you are, knows who, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. that's not going to go away anytime soon. Even if okay. the moments might be far and few between, I don't think we're fully kind of losing mom. You know, it's, it's almost like when people have Alzheimer's, they start to kind of go to the other side before their body does. Yeah, that's what I um, feel. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get them over there if it's like if they really they're just not in there anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but mom still feels like she's she's got the connection to the physical world. So don't mm -hmm. hope, you know, that, oh, my God, I'm, I'm never going to be able to talk to her again. Like, she'll right. have her moments. Um, yeah. So now I know. Um, OK, so you're Beth. Mom is Mary. Who is there like Anne, Anna, Annie? Like that name? Your, your grandmother can show me A-N. A-N? But I, I keep getting like short A-N, not like Antonio. Like it would have to be like Anne, Anna, Annie, like that. Mm. Uh, your grandmother said it's somebody on the other side. So again, I don't know if it if it would be um somebody that you knew of that was in your grandmother's generation or not, but I do keep getting like woman on the other side with that A-N name, Anne. My, yeah, my, my other grandmother's Anna. Oh, okay. Your other great on dad's side. Yeah. Oh, please know that she's just around too, watching the situation. That's all. <laughs> just okay. Just hanging out over there. Um. So, uh, Beth, do you have a question? I, I am I doing okay? Um, on there time? was or? no. I mean, there's there's somebody I was hoping to connect with. Another female on my side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, um. I'll try to ask real quick. Laura, am I okay on time? Uh, you have about one more minute. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll really, really quick. I'll just see if there's anyone else coming through. Okay, Beth. Um, uh, so Beth, uh, again, we, I don't have that much time, so I'm really just going to try to like speed do this. Um, the person you're trying to connect with, is that somebody a little bit younger who passed? Um, like around my age. Okay. Yeah. Younger. Cause I, I don't feel yeah, like you're yeah. like a 90 year old woman here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, cause I did hear about like, like younger, uh, the way that I got her, this either would have to be like either best friend, sister, sister-in-law. Like I kind of yeah, got like that. Like yeah, it's your sister. Past. I, again, I know I don't have a lot of time, so I'm just asking real quick if she could show me anything and or say anything. Um, she gave me my civil phone. They want to say that they're okay, so please know your sister's fine on the other side. Um, I got like that. This feels very raw, so I don't know if your sister's a more recent passing, like in the last yeah. or something, but it feels kind of yeah. recent. Um, yep. And she she keeps showing me butterflies. So I don't know if you associate those with your sister yet. Um, but Not yet, no. Please just pay attention. Is she like within the last year or something, your sister? Because it feels very, very recent. Like two and a half years ago, three years ago. Oh, okay. Ago. So it's it's been some time, but just please pay attention to the butterfly thing with her. And she okay. showed me butterflies around children. So I don't know if she has yes. children of her own. 
Like she if, has, yeah, she has children. Yeah, that I'm gotta, raising now. Yeah, you gotta ask them if they see the butterflies and connect that with their mother, or if they just are seeing them. Because she showed it to me like it would be specifically connected to kids. Okay. So I would just ask them about that and be on the lookout for that. Okay. Okay. All right, Beth. Well, thank you so much for calling and letting me read for you. I appreciate well, thank it. Thank you. Thank you. It was All my right. birthday, so it was exciting. Oh, happy <laughs> birthday. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Perfect. Thanks. Happy birthday, Beth. Thanks. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you, Beth. Thanks you. Thank you, Joe. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Well done. Um, okay, before we go on to our, our next connection, um, for reading with somebody. Anne Marie has a great question. A lot of people ask, and I know a lot of people can relate to this. Uh, she says, I've been waiting for over 12 years for my uncle to come through to me. I set intentions all the time for him to give me a sign or a symbol for him to let me know he's okay and with me, but nothing. I do get signs and symbols for other close people from time to time, but for some reason, never him. Could he be stuck somewhere in the spirit world? I'm just wondering. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to say no, honestly, because I, I feel like everyone who crosses over, like, again, most of the time without getting too deep into a tangent here, um, they're fine. And they're, and they're on the other side. I I hear you that you're, that you're asking for, um, you know, signs from him and and you feel like you haven't gotten them. Uh, I would say honestly to, to keep asking, but I, you know, I don't know if you, if you've done this, Anne-Marie, but I would ask for something like super specific. Like I, I, I remember one time I needed to know my grandmother was there and I asked her for a dreidel and I'm not Jewish and it wasn't around Hanukkah. So there was like no chance I was going to see one randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got it to me and it wasn't like the day after I asked that she gave it to me, but she, you know, it eventually like within a reasonable time it happened. Um, I would also say that, that sometimes if, when we keep asking, cause everything is intention with energy, right? Like we might be saying words, but intention is really what matters the most mm-hmm. uh, and I always tell people kind of just ask once or twice for, for a sign or a symbol like if, if you keep asking like every day it's more the energy that you're putting out there is like I don't believe or I don't think this is going to happen or where you're not there and I, I weirdly feel like it, it can get in spirit's way like if we're kind of being um, I don't want to say negative like 
in a bad way, but sort of expecting a negative outcome more or it not to happen at all. Um, so, you know, Amory, I, I would keep trying if you're getting signs from other people, maybe you could ask the people you've gotten signs from, you know, could you please help my uncle come through? Like, uh, honestly, maybe he's just not good at the sign thing. <laughs> and maybe he's like, you know, uh, it, it's, he's having trouble getting it to you or something. Uh, that That's possible. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't think that he's stuck anywhere or anything like that. I promise. I, I, I would be, I don't feel that intuitively and just logically in doing this for 10 years, uh, nobody's ever really stuck. I mean, I've had some of the worst people <laughs> come through in someone's family that did bad things and they were, they were still there and they weren't stuck or being punished or anything. So I, I, I think your uncle is fine. He just might be more on the quiet side is all. Good advice. Yeah. I just, I, sometimes I, I wonder, like, just like you said, that it's just not their communication style or they just haven't figured mm-hmm. out how to do it yet. Or um, some people are just very private in life and they're like, oh, I'm going to stay private in spirit too. <laughs> right? Sometimes that happens. Or, you know, sometimes yeah. too, like, uh, I, I, again, Amory, I don't mean to make it sound like, oh my God, you're not paying attention. I'm sure you are if, you, if you're asking for this. Um, but he might have a way of coming through. Like if you ask him for a certain symbol, he might send it to you in a way that like you're, maybe you're missing because he's not the best communicator. I mean, people, <laughs> people are still communicators the same way that they kind of were when they were here. The style kind of stays the same. Um, so I would, you know, I would maybe look at it from a different, you know, look in different places for the signs maybe or um, I don't know, maybe yell at him and say, listen, I've had enough. Send me something already. <laughs> <laughs> Put your foot down. You know, uh, it works it, sometimes too. <laughs> sometimes it works. It's when they know you're kind of frustrated with it. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there could be so many reasons, but I really don't think he's stuck anywhere. I promise. I do not feel that. Good advice. Wonderful advice. All right. So Susan would like a reading. Let's bring Susan up. Hello, Susan. Welcome to the program. Thanks for being here. Hello. Hi. Are you looking for a, a psychic or intuitive connection? Or are you looking for a, a connection to spirit? A connection to spirit, please. Okay, wonderful. Awesome. Okay. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. You have such nice energy. I don't know what it is, but I like it. <laughs> um, <We're> good. <laughs> okay. So give me one second to kind of tune in and then we'll start. Okay. 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 Um, so Susan, I'm not a hundred percent sure who I have here just yet. Um, cause this, this man is coming in a little bit more on the quiet side as we were just talking about people being kind of quiet. Um, or I should say not in my face, but I do get him in your generation, like, like standing next to you. So whenever I get somebody who would, would be generationally next to you, it'd be like brother, husband. I know it's gross that I confuse those two, but it's just a generational thing. Um, uh, you know, around your age group. So I don't want you to tell me too much, but would you understand who that might be just off the bat? Okay. Yes. Say no. oh, yes, okay. So you have, you have a husband on the other side? No. Uh, also like, like brother then? Brother. Okay. Got it. Um, Susan, do you have two brothers on the other side or is there like a brother and someone else who was like a brother? Cause I'm kind of getting like my double symbol, like that there's two. Uh, a brother and, uh, a son. Oh, don't tell me too much. I, I don't, it might not be your son that I'm getting right now. It, it, it could be if they were around the same age when both of them passed, but I'm getting more brother and then someone else in that same generation, like a brother, brother-in-law, another good friend like that. Um, it's okay if you don't understand who that is right now. Uh, they're not giving me too much, but your brother, um, he told me that he's always with your mom, is what he told me to say. Um, yeah. So, uh, Susan, do you have mom on the other side too? Uh, no. 
Oh, so mom's no. here. Okay, got it. Um, it. This is just simply then um, your brother acknowledging the connection with him and mom and then he's always around her. That's, that's all that that is. If they bring up someone who's here in the physical world. Um, Perfect. He also told me to tell you not to worry too much about her. So I don't know if you're stressed about something with mom like right at this moment, but mom's okay. Yes. Is what I yes. keep hearing. Mom is fine. Um, we don't have to Good. stress like it. Like he showed me like everything being ironed out. Um, Susan, would you know who the J.A. name is? Like James, Jack, Jason. Like he just keeps showing me J.A. Your brother. Um, not my brother. No. Oh no! Yeah, no. It does not have to be his name. He's just showing me oh, the, okay. like the name, like James, Jack, like that. J.A. Yes, I know. Uh, is, is that someone here in the physical world? Um. Well, I have a, a grandson named Jack. Uh, that's who we're talking about. Okay, because I was just—I was going to ask you. My second follow-up was going to be: Is your was your son's name James or Jack? So you have a grandson named Jax. Yes. Okay. Uh, can I tell you? As I'm talking, I feel another person coming through. So you said you have son on the other side, right? Your son has passed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I. This is your son coming through to acknowledge your your grandson Jax. Yes. Uh, please know that that he's around this this boy. Is he pretty young though, your grandson? Because he showed me like young. Six months. Oh, he's a little baby. Okay, I'll take it. Because <laughs> he showed me like baby, baby. Um, yeah. Can I ask you, is is he's giving me such a whatever they draw a line from themselves to somebody here in the physical world? It's either if um, I mean I know he's only six months old, so it's hard to tell this, but if that person like either looks exactly like your son or the like the name is similar or something or other than him it being you know part of his family would you understand what the connection is like is there something very similar about this baby with your with your son or something yes it is oh okay you understand perfect um yes you know it's funny he showed me you know like the 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 fairy godmother in cinderella like like how she's always watching over cinderella that's what your son he kind of made a joke like that's him with this baby like that he's Aww. like his protector, like oh like like always watching him, like guardian angel almost. Um yeah. he said also not to worry about him either, like his health or his development. So I don't know if they're a little worried about something with, with, with this baby, but he will be just fine. I'm I'm so not concerned about anything. Um now, Susan, I've got kind of an unusual name. Is there like a like a Sunny, is that a name or a nickname or like somebody go by like Sunny Boy or Sunny? Do you know what this is? Um, we have a a lab on the other side. It's named it's Sunny. Oh, a dog. Okay, yes. I'll take it because I kept hearing Sunny, Sunny, and I'm like, who the hell's named Sunny anymore? I was like, is you have like mobsters in the family? Like, what's going on? Um, oh, okay, got it. So please, uh, this is just your son acknowledging that he's with the dog on the other side, Sunny important um can't can we cannot leave our uh our babies out um so i it's unusual that i would do this but uh susan your son keeps showing me a question mark which is my symbol for when they want me to offer you um to ask a question so did you have a particular question for your son or was there something that was on your mind that you thought maybe he could answer um i always have questions but mm -hmm. i'm kind of blank <laughs> uh, now that you're put on the spot right um it's okay if you can't think of anything but usually when they show me that it's because they want to like give you the opportunity to ask something um but it, i have a funny feeling that this has something to do with what he wants you to ask what he's kind of nudging at um 
has to do with his like either why he passed or how he passed or something. So uh, just really, you know, generally, do you have a question about how he passed or why it happened or something? Well, um, yes, I've had readings that have, you know, he's explained it, but it is, uh, um, you know, we, we always want answers of why it happened. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll take the why, but can I tell you, he's not sort of giving me like spiritually or like bigger picture why. He's kind of showing me like, honestly, what I feel like the answer to the question that you haven't even asked, which is kind of funny that your son's giving me an answer to a question that we haven't asked, is um, <laughs> like something about saying that it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't his fault or it wasn't his intention to go to the other side. Like, I, I'm, for whatever reason, it's almost like he's clearing his own name in this situation. So do you know why he'd right. be saying that? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. As, as long as you understand, because um, it's it's like if there was any debate on whether you know he, God forbid, took his own life or he decided it was yeah. the time to go. Oh, he did. Okay. He did. Um, yes. But for you know, it's interesting that he's saying it. It wasn't really like his fault, or he. It wasn't his intention. So I don't know if this was. I mean, you could interpret that in so many different ways. Um, you know, it could be him just trying to explain it was mental illness and, you know, you wouldn't blame someone who passed from cancer for passing. So, you know, you can't really, you know what I mean? Um, right, but, like, right. He, he does keep saying like that he doesn't, uh, almost like it wasn't his choice or it's not like he wanted to leave everyone. Like I keep getting that that answer from him. So Susan, um, do you know, if did your son have like a long-term depression issue? No, we didn't know of anything. We found out later after that he the did. fact. Okay, because I was so, going to say he this written not to cut you off. I'm sorry, but he really is stressing the like this is an illness and it couldn't be helped kind of feeling. Yes, is that that's what probably the question he would have wanted me to ask was was it depression? Got it. A hundred percent. It really feels like this is illness. I don't. I don't feel like this is any yes. other influence other than just like exactly. he was sick. Yes. Um, there's one more thing, and then I probably do have to let you go. Um, Susan, is there a connection to, um, he showed me like a farm or a ranch or something, and I keep seeing like, I don't know if it's horses or cows. It's very not, I'm in New York City, so it's like so the opposite of my vibe. Um, do you know what he's showing me here? Is this like a place you guys used to go? Does someone live like on a farm? Yes, he was a farmer. He, oh, he was uh, a farmer. Oh. His family, they raise uh, blackberries, blueberries, strawberries. And um, him, like, you know, the, to make the oils with, mm. that was the farm you're oh, probably seeing. God, yeah, because he showed me, like, all this land, and I was like, where, where? It's beautiful, but I was like, where the hell is this? Oh, so he was yes. a farmer. I'll take it. So it's just him validating who he is. That's all. Um, yes, perfect. Uh, he, he also gave me a thumbs up with whatever happened with the farm after he passed. So I don't know if someone still has that or if we sold it, but whatever happened with it, I feel like he's good with it. He's like, we're happy. Yeah. Yes, we think he's still there a lot of the times. <laughs> I probably, I, I think so. Very well. Yes. Well, wonderful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Susan, for being here today. Beautiful reading from your son. That's beautiful. Thank you, Thank Joe, you. for that. So, so much. Thank right. you. Have a, oh, Susan, I'm sorry. One more thing. Um, I heard, <laughs> I heard, I heard, I heard happy birthday. So I don't know whose birthday that would, that would be that's either coming or just passed, but if he wants me to acknowledge it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so um, there was one question that came up 
from our group here today. And mm -hmm. I think it's it would be really helpful for some people who may be going through a similar thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Robin said, uh, my therapist has also recommended meditation because I know you mentioned that earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have such a busy, busy brain, it feels impossible. And if I do get quiet, I just end up crying and I don't want to cry anymore. Do you have any advice? Um, you know what? The, I, Robin, I would say it depends on why, you, why you're crying. Um, uh, you know, I think that I don't think meditation causes that, but if when you're being quiet and, you know, crying comes up or whatever emotion that makes you cry is, is coming up, it's definitely something that you, you have to deal with. Um, you know, for, forget even just the, the psychic part of it, just for your own, you know, emotional well-being. So, uh, you know, I would say if you, if you don't know why, why you're crying to definitely try to identify what, where that's coming from and what that is. Um, and I hear you that you, you know, I see that you wrote, I don't want to cry anymore, but you might have to, maybe that's coming up because it's something you have to do and you, you have to kind of release whatever, whatever's there. You know, again, I, I, not to psychoanalyze you, but it depends on really why that's happening. I, I, I think, um, but, uh, you know, meditation, I find even just kind of quieting the mind, that kind of meditation or, or the chakra, even meditation, um, it does help at least for me, emotionally regulate. Cause like I'm an Aries. I anger is my first emotion. <laughs> I, I could so easily fly off the handle. Um, but when I meditate, which is often, um, it helps me not be such a lunatic. Um, you know, so I, it, it's, it's good to kind of just use that to, to emotionally regulate, but I, you know, I'm not saying you should be crying, but you might have to, you know, crying yeah. is very, very cathartic and, and healing I in itself, agree. you know, yes. so I, I, maybe it's, maybe embrace the crying, depending on why you are, it might be something you just need to do. And then you might be able to meditate after. So I, I, you know, I would say just maybe try crying it out and just see if that helps. And if it doesn't, then we have to deal with the issue that's, that's underneath that crying. Great advice. Cause I do, feel, I mean, I think sometimes we, we don't want to cry because maybe sometimes maybe people in our lives have said, don't cry that, you know, stop crying, especially right. when we're younger. And so we have sort of have this uh, thought in our mind that crying is bad, uh, but it's, it's just a form of feeling what you need to feel. And sometimes it brings up a lot of, uh, you know, it could bring up a lot of things that are, and, and it's very cathartic. So I think that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so another attendee here brought up a question and I think this is a really good question as well. Um, it seems like parents and grandparents tend to come through more often and when you and when you want to talk to your child or sibling. Have you ever found that to be true? And is there a reason for that? And I know I, I know that for a lot of times when a child is coming through from spirit, a parent wants to know they're not alone, that they've got yeah. someone with them. So a lot of times parents, like our parents or grandparents will come through to let you know that they have people with them before they come through. So that, have you experienced that too, Joe? Um, you know what? I, a lot of times, yeah. I mean, the way that they'll usually work for me is like the, like if someone lost a child, um, most of the time they'll kind of come in. Uh, it's weird, but they'll come in like last, almost as like the main event. So yeah, maybe, I think that's what it is. It's that they want to show that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um and I kind of, I, I always kind of wondered, I think you just made me realize something more. I learned something today on this <laughs> podcast because they won't necessarily always come in like right next to a grandparent, but I'll get like your mother, your uncle, whoever. And then I'm like, oh, who's this younger girl or younger guy or whatever. And, you know, so I think that that might be what that is. Um, 
but uh, you know, I I think it um, I think it just depends on you know what the people have to say, and uh, you know, I I find that when when people's children come through, the reading is usually more about like I'm okay, please know I I still am here, I still exist, mm-hmm. rather than like you know tell your sister to stop you know drinking that whatever because that's why she's you know <laughs> her life's falling apart or whatever it is. I, I find that that when we're more okay with the person on the other side with their passing or we've kind of healed from it a little bit, that they're more about the advice for other people and, and life advice and you know what I mean? And like call mm-hmm. it current events. Yeah. Whereas when someone like a like a child passes and you know that's such a deep, deep pain and grief, I think it's a little bit more of a different a different type of reading, if if that makes sense, where it's just more like evidential and, and I need to know you're here and I need to know you're okay and They'll bring up stuff in your life but I think that's why you kind of get like the grandparents and stuff first usually or or more often because they 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 have things to comment on <laughs> you know what I mean and, and people True. to kind of guide and I, I you know I find that the, the modes are a little bit different but again I, I it's so hard to give a general statement about readings right. unless it's from my own like my own way that my brain operates because uh, every reading is so different. Everyone's yes. needs are different. Everyone's, you know, relationships are different. One reading with somebody's son may be different with another person's reading from someone's son. So it's, true. You know, it's it's so hard to kind of say that. Um, it could be that maybe, um, you know, that your grandparents or the older people are more pushy <laughs> than the siblings. <laughs> and, you know, it, there, there's true. so many different reasons why that could happen. Um yeah. But it's so many variables. There really right. are. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that the person like is not okay if they don't exactly. always come through, you know, on their own or first or that that's that is never the case. It's just a matter of, you know, who's loud, who has something to say, what's going on in the moment. Again, a million different variables. Yeah, so many different variables. And that's why it's always good to keep your your mind and heart open anytime you go see a medium. And uh, and you found that too as well, yes. Oh yeah, definitely. You, you got it. Cause you just, you know, yeah. sometimes you think you're going for one thing and yeah. then you leave and you're like, Oh my God, I didn't know that I needed that. But like, that was yes. so helpful. So true. So true. Boy, this has been a quick hour. Thank you right? so much, Joe. This has been so much fun working with oh, you. And, thank you. And uh, for anybody who'd like to check out Joe's website, go to joeperetta.com. That's J O E P E R R E T A.com. And hopefully I can have you on again. I I, oh, I would I, love to. This was this was so nice. You have such nice callers. Everyone's very sweet. Yeah, um, everybody, oh, yeah. Well, your energy is awesome. very sweet and nice and calm. I like it. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, this is, this is fun working with you. So we'll definitely have Joe back on again when his when his uh, schedule allows. So thank you, everybody. Thanks, Joe. This was wonderful. Oh, awesome. Thanks for having me. You can subscribe to the Intuitive Life podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're enjoying the program, please consider leaving a review so that others may find it and benefit as well. Also, you can stay informed about upcoming podcasts by following me on social media. I'm Intuitive Laura on Instagram and TikTok, or simply go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter at laurawooster.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I am an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. 
part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.